Welcome to the Mindset Design Podcast with your host, Arlen Moore. Arlen is a 23-year-old entrepreneur on a mission to help people author their own reality. In this podcast, Arlen explores the stories of people who use their mindset to carry them from a place of hardship into a place where they are happy and fulfilled. Guests include celebrities, multimillionaires, social media stars, artists, and everyday people who have found their internal happiness and created a life they perhaps at one point never thought possible. The hope is to provide the listener with actionable advice and inspiration to inspect their own mindset and make the changes they need to achieve success and fulfillment in their own life. If you'd like to support the show and learn more about mindset design, visit mindsetdesign.com or go to who.b slash Arlen. That's H-O-O dot B-E slash Arlen. Or simply share an episode with a friend. That would be fire. Enjoy the show, and here's your host, Arlen. Good morning here from a misty morning in Santa Monica. This is Arlen. I haven't done a little podcast in a while, but in this one I'm excited because I'm going to read to you from probably my favorite self-development book of all time. Yes, even even more so than the four-hour work week, even more than the four-hour, geez, even more than the power of now. <laughs> and um, yeah, this is one that I just, I have the audio version of, I have the Kindle version of, and I have the print version of, and I just read it all the time. And it just reminds me how to live life better. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna read you a couple sections from this probably going to end up being about, eh, actually might just do like 10 minutes for now and then revisit it another time if you like this. Um, but before I go into it, I do want to announce that I'm doing free calls to help you with your social life. So if you want to have a fire social life, you've seen my videos, you've seen my Instagram, you see the people I hang out with and how awesome my friend group is, a, a friend group of people who support you, who lift you up, who help you get to where you want in life and you do the same for them. If you want that, um, all you have to do is go to mindsetdesign.com slash social dash life and sign up for a free coaching call with either me or one of the experts on my team. And we'll look at your social life and um, tell you what you can do to improve. And that's mindsetdesign.com slash social dash life. And the other way you can do it is go to my Instagram um, and click the link in my bio who.b slash Arlen, and you'll be able to see the link there as well. That would be fire. Okay, now let's go into this. I'm going to read you um, a chapter called Intelligent and Lazy. This is chapter 13 in my favorite book, The 80-20 Principle by Richard Koch, The Secret to Achieving More with Less. All right, so here here it comes. There are only four types of officer. First, there are the lazy, stupid ones. Leave them alone. They do no harm. Second, there are the hardworking, intelligent ones. They make excellent staff officers, ensuring that every detail is properly considered. Third, there are the hardworking, stupid ones. These people are a menace and must be fired at once. They create irrelevant work for everybody. Finally, there are the intelligent, lazy ones. They are suited for the highest office. And that quote is from General von Manstein on the German officer corps. And then the chapter starts here. This is a chapter for the truly ambitious. If you do not suffer from the insecurity that fuels the desire to become rich and famous, move on to chapter 15 or 16. But if you want to win the rat race, here is some advice that may surprise you. 
General von Manstein captures the essence of this chapter, which is the 80-20 principle's guide on how to have a successful career. If the general had been a management consultant, he would have made a fortune out of the matrix shown in figure 37. Now, the, the figure in uh, figure 37 is just a box. It kind of looks like a four-square box. And in the top left quadrant, it says lazy and stupid. In the bottom left, it says hardworking and stupid. In the bottom right, it says hardworking and intelligent. And in the uh, top right, it's lazy and intelligent. So this chapter is basically explaining why it being lazy and intelligent is suits you for the highest success, achievement, riches, and everything you could want in life. Um, even more so than people who are hardworking and intelligent. Now we'll explain why. This advice is what to do about other people. But what about yourself? It might be thought that intelligence and, pro and propensity to work are fixed properties, properties, in which case the von Mansey matrix, although interesting, is useless. But the position advanced in this chapter is slightly different. Even if you are hardworking, you, are, uh, you can learn to become lazy. And even if you or other people think you are stupid, you are intelligent at something. The key to becoming a star is to stimulate, manufacture, and deploy lazy intelligence. As we will see, lazy intelligence can be worked at. The key to earning more and working less is to pick the right thing to do and to do only those things that add the highest value. First, however, it is instructive to see how the 80-20 principle distributes rewards to those who work. Rewards are both unbalanced and unfair. We can either complain about this or align ourselves to take advantage of the von Steen Manstein matrix. Imbalance is rampant in professional success and returns. In the 80-20 principle is nowhere more evident today than in the very high and increasing returns enjoyed by very small numbers of elite professionals. We live in a world where the returns for the top talent in all spheres of life have never been higher. A small percentage of professionals obtain a disproportionate amount of recognition and fame, and usually also a high percentage of the spoils available. Take any sphere of contemporary human endeavor in any country or globally, whether the sphere be athletics, baseball, basketball, football, golf, rugby, tennis, or any other popular sport or architecture, sculpting, painting, and any other visual art or music or of any category, the movies or the theater, novels, cookery books, or autobiography, or even hosting TV chat rooms, chat shows, reading the news, politics, or any other well-defined area. There will be a small number of preeminent professionals whose names spring to mind. Considering how many people there are in each uh, country, it is remarkably small numbers of fame, of names, and usually a small percentage typically well under 5% of the professionals active in the relevant sphere. The fraction of any profession who are recognized names is very small, but they hog the limelight. They are always in demand and always in the news. They are, they are the human equivalent of consumer goods brands obtaining instant recognition as known quantities. So this basically describes you know, why the TikTokers, the Sway Boys, Addison Rae, Charlie D'Amelio, you know, the Vlog Squad, like they're always in the limelight. They're the top 1% of people, I mean, top 0.0001% of people on TikTok. And they have, you know, Charlie has, what, 75 million followers now? It's crazy. So the same concentration operates with regard to popularity and financial rewards. More than 80% of novels sold are from fewer than 20% of titles in print. 
The same is true of any other category in publishing, of pop CDs and concerts, or of movies, even of books about business. The same applies to actors, TV celebrities, or any branch of sports. 80% of prize money in golf goes to fewer than 20% of professional golfers. The equivalent is true in tennis and in horse racing. More than 80% of winnings go to fewer than 20% of owners, jockeys, and trainers. We live in an increasingly marketized world. The top names can command enormous fees, but those who are not quite as good or well-known make relatively little. There is a big difference between being at the top and well-known and being almost at the top and well-known only to a few enthusiasts. The best-known bas uh, baseball, basketball, or football stars can make millions. Those just below the top rank only a comfortable living. So the rest of the chapter talks about why that's true. And it's, I mean, it's the 80-20 distribution. I'm going to just skip around and read from another chapter. Um, I'm probably going to find something more selective here to talk about in the next time I do this, just because I actually have to head to my workout soon. But um, I'm just going to read a little from this one, and then that'll be it for today. Okay. The 80-20 principle, like the truth, can make you free. You can, you can work less. At the same time, you can earn and enjoy more. The only price is that you need to do some serious 80-20 thinking. This will yield a few key insights that, if you act on them, could change your life. And, it, and this can happen without the baggage of religion, ideology, or any other uh, externally imposed view. The beauty of 80-20 thinking is that it is pragmatic and internally generated, centered around the individual. There is a slight catch. You must do the thinking. You must additionize and elaborate what is written here for your own pur uh, purposes, but this shouldn't be too difficult. The insights from 80-20 from thinking are few in number, but very powerful. Not all of them will apply to every reader, so if you find your experience different, skip along until you meet the next insight that does resonate with your, posi your own position. Er, become an 80-20 thinker starting in your own life. My ambition is not just to serve up insights from the 80-20 thinking, and have you tailor them to your own life. I, act, I am actually much more ambitious than that. I want you to lock on to the nature of 80-20 thinking so that you can develop your own insights, both particular and general, which have not crossed my mind. I want to enlist you in the army of 80-20 thinkers multiplying the amount of 80-20 thinking let loose in the world. So if you're in Maxi, by the way, um, and also if you do want to join Maxi or try it out, you can get a $1 free trial using the code WINNER. That's at mindsetdesign.com. Or you can still do maximindset.com. Uh, they both work. But And the $1 free trial is for 30 days is winner, W-I-N-N-E-R. Um, the reason I bring it up is because I created Maxi for people um, to essentially develop an 80-20 mind. Like Maxi uses 80-20 thinking the whole way it's structured. It's an 80-20 product. So um, it teaches you to think 80-20 already. Now, I definitely recommend this book as well, but just wanted you to know that. 80-20 thinking. Here's the last part I read. I, I will read, and then I have to go to my workout. Okay. 80-20 thinking seeks pleasure. It believes that life is meant to be enjoyed. It believes that most achievement is a byproduct of interest, joy, and the desire for future happiness. This may not seem controversial, but most people do not do the simple things that would be conductive to their happiness, even when they know what they are. Most people fit, fall into one or more of the following traps. They spend a lot of time with people they don't like that much. They do jobs they are not enthusiastic about. They use up most of their free time, incidentally an anti-hedonistic concept, on activities that they don't greatly enjoy. The reverse is also true. 
They do not spend much time with the people they like most. They do not pursue the career they would most like. And they do not use most of their free time on activities they enjoy most. They are not optimists. And even those who are optimists do not plan carefully to make their future lives better. All this is so curious. One could say that it is the triumph of experience over hope, except that experience is a self-created construct that usually owes more to the perception of external reality than to the objective external reality itself. It would be better to say that if it is that it is triumph uh, of guilt over joy, of genetics over intelligence, of predestination over choice, and in a, a very real sense of death over life. Hedonism. By the way, if you don't know what hedonism is, it just basically means a life where you just live and you enjoy every moment of it. It's like a life of pleasure. Hedonism is often held to imply selfishness, a disregard for others, and lack of ambition. All this is a smear. Hedonism is in fact a necessary condition for helping others and for achievement. It is very difficult and always wasteful to achieve something worthwhile without enjoying it. If more people were hedonistic, the world would be a better place and all senses a richer uh, and in all senses a richer place. Cool. So I'm going to pause there. Um, I love this book so much. I think you see why. It's just I mean like work less, achieve more. How can you not be sold by that? And it's true. Every time I pick this book up, I learn something and I relearn something and I apply it to my life. And I become an 80-20 figure myself. I mean, that's why I'm going to the workout I'm about to go to right now. This guy puts me through legit 15-minute workouts. And when I see something that, and these are the hardest workouts I've ever done, and they're generating the most returns for me I've ever had in my entire life. Um, And the reason is because it's an 80-20 distribution. I, I saw this. I said, okay, wait, 15 minutes and it's that hard of a workout and I feel this good after? Well, I'm going to keep doing this. Less work. Not necessarily less work, but less time and uh, more results, 80-20 distribution. So look for those distributions in your life. Direct message me the word podcast with your thoughts on these ideas and how you're going to apply the 80-20 principle in your life. And also if you want me to read to you more, because I love to read. I read every day, so I might as well read out loud to you on this podcast. And um, yeah, 80-20 principle, Richard Koch. Hope you enjoyed. And last thing, if you want me to help you build your social life. I will literally help you do this. Go to mindsetdesign.com slash social dash life. And I mean, your social life is an 80-20 focus. Like 20% of your happiness help comes from, you know, the people that you hang out with. And if you aren't with the right people, then it, they're only going to tear you down. So be around the right people and learn how to do that by signing up for a free coaching call. And I also have a free course on there as well. Um, of all these videos I give you that help you out with your social life, attracting people you're attracted to. That's at mindsetdesign.com slash social dash life. Okay, great. I will talk to you soon and see you in the next episode. All right, bye.